back at it here for another episode of Farmer on Fire podcast with your host, Andy Schreck. And today we're on episode 72, Do You Second Guess? So one of the things that you notice inside of your mind is, the question is, is do you second guess yourself? Now, for most people and myself for a long time, this is something that I really struggled with. Now, and I talk about this because I want to talk about the problems that this causes inside of your life when you don't make a decision. Now, for many years, guys, like I would just spend my time thinking about the problem, thinking about the the consequences it would have and just spent so much time that actually the truth was that I never made a decision. Right. Most of the time I just let things get and you get things to a certain point where you honestly get fatigued. You get fatigued inside your mind because you're just trying to make a decision. You're trying to think about the possible consequences and you're thinking, you know, five or six, seven steps down the road instead of just making a decision. Now, why is this a problem? And it's a problem because you spend all of your time thinking about thinking about the problem that you never actually get to working on the step-by-step solution or the step-by-step process or even trusting what it takes for you to make the decision. Because here's how that process goes, right? And what I've noticed and in, in one of the things I just failed at was just spending all that time and that energy where, again, it was like I, you just don't even want to begin to think about anything else. Your mind is just consumed inside of those problems. And one of the things I struggled with for a long time was just learning how to navigate inside the family farm operation, right? Inside of your family dynamics, there's many different areas everybody is going, right? You may have a brother or an uncle or a dad who's, you know, working maybe part-time in the operation, but then you don't know, is, is he committed to the family farm? Because here's the thing is like, how frustrating is it when you go out, you're in the middle of harvest and you got a, let's say you got a brother who's helping you on the family farm, right? But let's say he's got a custom business on the side or he's got something else that he's got going for him, right? And this may even be a family, right? It could be that a lot of the family time that he spends um, is, uh, is, is, is helping his wife and kids or, or whatever that may be. But here's the problem. You're going out, you're getting ready to harvest for that day. And let's say your brother doesn't show up till, you know, 10, 11 o'clock. Well, how pissed off are you when you guys are, when you and your dad or somebody else, your operation, you're ready to run at 9 a.m. And so that leaves you in your mind thinking, well, you know, is, are you a team, are you a team player? Like, are you not wanting to go on? And this just, that unspoken leaves so much frustration inside of your farm operation. Right. And, and you leave these these unhinged things in the back of your mind. And pretty soon all this anger and rage and frustration just gets built up. And a man finally just blows up. Right. A man finally just can't take it any longer. And he finally just has to figure out what the hell is going on because it leaves you frustrated. Right. You've got trucks that are sitting there. You got the combine that's just sitting there empty and nobody is 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 truly on a team. And this is where family farms just start to corrode after a while and relationships begin to deteriorate because of there's no real leadership. There's no real conversations that are being had and everybody's just kind of doing the unspoken, right? And this is one thing that that I saw a lot on our family farm and myself fell victim to this as well was because I never was standing up for what I needed to do. And I was always kind of doing what my dad wanted me to do. Right, because the truth is, is I had machinery and equipment, and I had things that I was relying on my dad for to help me get started. But also, my truth was was that I wasn't profitable enough just farming a hundred, you know, 
97 acres at that time to justify, you know, making a living off of that. But it was the guilt, it was the shame, it's the unspoken things that lead to massive chaos and frustration inside of your family farms. And the, the simple solution, what happens here is there has to be a way of communication. There has to be an openness and a transparency and the awareness around how your operation is running and how you guys operate. And to understand that you may have three or four different guys on your team and each single one of each one of those guys operate 100% completely different. But if somebody's not on your team 100%, if not everybody is operating on the same kind of frequency of commitment, then it throws everything off. You see, this is more about commitment than it is the number of people that you have on your team. You may have as many guys as you need to. You may have three or four extra guys. But it takes the one or two guys who are uncommitted that throws the entire team off. And this is the same, not just in your business. This is the same inside of your relationships, inside of your marriage, inside of your commitment to your body, how you take care of yourself. If you're not willing to go all in, if you're not willing to feel and expose the pain, then you're not all in. And this is a culture and a dynamic you want inside of your life that you need to, as the leader, establish the clear clarity around this and the framework around this because everything that you do around this kind of framework is going to become reflected back to you. And this is the problem that we saw on our on our family farm was this idea where we got three guys that are running around kind of going half-assed, half in. Not everybody's on the same team because there was problems, right? There was problems inside of my life that I was trying to fix. There was problems inside of my brother's life that we were trying to fix. But yet trying to run one family farm operation, it was like three guys trying to somehow get this family farm to operate. And this left my dad feeling burnt out and frustrated because he's trying to run his operation. But then at the same time, I'm trying to take my crap out and there's no clear communication and there's just not a, there's not a unity inside the team. And it's not the problem that each single one of us has something else going on. It was how to communicate correctively and how to communicate and set proper boundaries in place that would lead us to being successful. And if one of the guys isn't wanting to continue to farm on the operation, that's fine. Those communications have to be directed, but you need 100% commitment. Like there's no room for 97%. And the reason I say this is because when things get hard and you have things that are are happening inside of your life, do you want those people who are 100% committed or do you want those who are going to, you know, well, let's see what happens. But, you know, when things get hard, I'm not going to be all in. And this is a place for you to step in as a leader to have these conversations because my friend, what is happening here is that people just aren't being led one person on your team may not know because you haven't had a conversation. You know, he doesn't know where his roles are inside of the operation. So he's going to maybe play in 75, you know, 70 to 75%. One, because he doesn't, he does not feel valued on your team. And two, you haven't taken the leadership role of asking him the questions. Hey, hey, what did it, what is it that you want inside your life? Have you, the leader of your operation, have you asked these kind of questions, asked these guys what they want inside their farm operation or inside of their lives or ask them the questions about what they are wanting? You see, there's just a gap here that's exposed and, and 
you know, I'm exposed myself inside of this, but exposure is what leads us to this ability and this possibility to correct it. And the reason I say you want people that are 100% committed on, on your teams, guys, is because this, again, allows you to, if one person isn't 100%, then do you want that guy in your team in the long term? Do you want somebody who's putting in 50, 60, 70%? But here's what you're going to do. What we do is we tell ourselves and we fall into this scarcity mindset. Well, we tell ourselves a story that says, hey, we're never going to find anybody again. And you're going to tell yourself a story and pretty soon a person believes it instead of having the abundance mindset that says, you know what, there's, you know, 30, 40, 50 people that I have, or I have the ability and the, the tools to go out and find another person. When you have that mind, mindset that says, I will find somebody else to do it. Okay, then we need to backtrack and reverse engineer that says, how do we go and do this? A lot of you, it's just doing marketing. Finding the correct, asking you the question, what kind of values, what kind of business are you running? When I step onto your operation and I, if I'm somebody who wants to you know, invest myself into you 100%, do I want to walk into an operation where I don't even know what my true role is? And the question has to become back and the mirror has to be put back on us. And a lot of us don't want to face this, but I'm asking you, the question is, what is this costing you? What is it costing you not going through your business and asking yourself the right questions around what kind of operating system do I have? Because if you're not clear, if you're not, if you're running in chaos and you're just hoping and praying to get through to, to the next year, my friend, how do you expect anybody to work for you long term? The other question is, how do you expect yourself to be successful long term when you aren't even clear on the direction you are going? Many of you, I know for a fact, want to build successful businesses, but yet you don't want to go through this process because guess what? You've got to look in the mirror. And this is what happens inside of Farmer on Fire in the first phase is you are being held up a mirror to look and to actually go to work as a man and identify the problems and the, and the things that are not working so you can course correct it, but ultimately build a successful team around you that's going to help you get on the same mission. It all starts with the values and just the way you operate as a person. And this takes time. This takes time to learn more about yourself, to go through the process and to truly go through this awakening phase because this is what is required as a man is to be identified what is wh how, what kind of operating system do you have? What kind of way of thinking is a man leading and what kind of things is he going after? You know, if you come to come into Farmer on Fire and join the community and you're just after pride and greed and doing this for yourself, I'm sorry, my friend, you're not a good fit for this. Right. That means you're doing this all for yourself. But if you're wanting to truly grow and to adapt and to give yourself the permission to go into this next phase of business, grow as a man, as a father and a leader inside of your life, that takes commitment. It takes 100 percent commitment to the process, trusting the process and making the making the investment. Right. Making the investment into yourself to say, you know what, I'm committed to walking and tr I trust this process. I trust that it's going to refine me. I trust that it's going to hurt like hell that there's days I'm going to want want to quit. But I know the only way for me to get to that next level is by having somebody hold up the mirror to me, ask me the really hard questions and once in a while get a really hard dick kick. And I'm being super honest about this because the biggest changes that have happened inside of my life has been the times when I've had somebody hold up a mirror as painful as it was and say, you know what, if you keep doing this, this is where you're going to go. 
you have a choice here to either pivot or stay the same. But just know that if you stay here five years from now, things are going to be completely the same. And so I had to make some really difficult decisions that impacted not only my family, but impacted, you know, impacted my my sense of being too. Because you go through these processes, but guess what? That's the fire that's required. When you find your reasoning, when you can attach to the to that that burning, every man has a different burning desire inside of him. And when you find and you tap into that, my friend, you are willing to do whatever is required. You are willing to connect to that. You're willing to feel that burn. You're willing to step through that process and you you begin to walk this journey. And what happens is you begin to get closer and closer and closer and closer to God. Why? Because when you go through this process and you you have trials and you endure and you, you keep going through this and, and working on your business, working on yourselves, here's what happens. You begin to understand that you don't have everything that's required to make this happen. And you have to rely on something more. And I found myself time and time again having to turn to God as most painful as it is because here's the thing is your ego, right? We all have this as men. We all have this as alpha men who are going after big ass results. We have an ego to us. And when we get to these positions where we don't have the answers and we have to ask for help or we realize that we don't have all the answers and we have to rely on God, What kind of a humbling experience is this? Major. And that was the turning point for me is because I began to see that once I got to these positions, the more I push and the more I had to to turn to God and ask for his guidance and look into, you know, truly being spiritually led was a self-surrendering to saying, God, I trust you. I ask that you come into my life and lead me in the ways that you want to lead me. And when a man truly has that as the center of his life, you need him at the center of your life because all you're doing on the other side of that is doing it all for yourself. Your wife is going to suffer. Your kids are going to suffer. Your business is going to suffer. When you put God at the center and you say, God, I trust you. I ask for your guidance and you lean on him. You are now glorifying him. This is the whole purpose. This is what we're trying to get you to is to use God and to not not to use God as a as a genie and say, hey, God, here, grant my desires. No, to be divinely led and asking for guidance and to use him because that's the only strength we have to rely on. Men come here lost because they're looking for something. They're looking for purpose. They're looking for purpose in things that are never going to satisfy them. They turn to porn, they used to turn to drugs, they turn to alcohol, they turn to strip clubs, they turn to social media, they turn to, to any other addiction, anything else to numb the pain of the current reality inside of their life. Because you're just like me, my friend, you're going after big things, you're wanting these things, but you don't know how to be led. You don't understand at times where God is asking you what he's asking you to do. And it's in those times where, again, you get distracted and all of a sudden now you're, you know, you're, you feel like you're three steps back. And a lot of times it's like, Hey, those three steps back, maybe God is asking you to look and to understand and to self-examine, Hey, this is where I'm at inside this process. This is where we're going. And this is the hard reality for most farmers is they don't have anywhere to turn to. 
They have neighbors that are talking behind their back. They have neighbors that are backstabbing them. The farmer is so alone. And it's time. It's time to do something different. It's time to take action. It's time to be surrounded by other men who are also committing themselves, talking the real and raw truth, and actually being led by God, but making the really hard choices and the commitments they know they must take inside their farm operations because they know one day, until they step up and do the really hard work, nothing's going to change. So my friend, we're going to wrap up today's episode. I hope you found this valuable. I hope it gave you a sense of direction and just ultimately the ability to go take action. And that's going to be our takeaway from today is where do you see you have to take action and where do you need to go all in on and where are you not committed to that you need to commit to to change your life. So we're going to wrap up today's episode. Talk to you all on Wednesday's episode of Farmer on Fire podcast.